0: Yesterday, we talked about the five kanta or the five aggregates. This morning, we are going to talk about patija or dependent origination, which is the related matter. The topic that we have been discussing since from the first morning is, why Dhamma? We come to study Dhamma and learn about Dhamma because we would like to know about the law of nature, which is related to life. The five khandha, or the five aggregates, is the law of nature. And also, patitya or dependent origination, is the law of nature, which is related to life. The five aggregates or the five khandha is about the burden of life. Patita or dependent origination manifests to us that when we say it is a burden of life, what do we mean about this word, burden? How is it that we say it is so heavy? How is it that it's so related to life? If we would like to compare or to say in a metaphor, the five Kantas or the five aggregates, can compare to the fetters. And or dependent origination, is the relation between the fetters and how it has been tied to the legs. The word that Thanachana mentioned and I translated as fetters, Thanachana has corrected that it means the iron chain. The iron chain which is put to, to the legs or the ankles of the prisoners. That we can compare to the five khandha or the five aggregates. Patita means, depends on each other. After it depends on each other and then it condition things. So we can compare to the iron chain of which connected into rings, ring after rings. And so the way that Patita Samukbha arises or condition it Conditions in the same way of the iron chain that connected one after one another. When there is the five aggregates or the five khanha, it means or it can compare that now iron chain has been arisen or has been occurred. And so, bhakti ja or dependent origination, when it has been arisen, we can say that it has been arisen in the same way as the iron chain that has already happened. On the night of Lord Buddha's enlightenment, Lord Buddha contemplated on Patitya or Dependent Origination, all through the night. Until at last, he can, he could, absolutely enlighten to the end of Patitya or Dependent Origination, about the time of the early dawn in the morning. It seems to be the same time as now we are listening or talking about karma like now. Lord Buddha contemplated first from the result of the shame. That is about dukkha or sufferings. He contemplated one by one beginning from the tukkha until at last he discovered the cause of the tukkha and thus it is abhichā, or ignorance. And then Lord Buddha contemplated on the reverse one, from abhichā to tukkha and from tukkha to abhichā until he realized that very convincingly how things depend upon things. And then it happens in this way. So at last, or later on, Lord Buddha said, anybody who realizes Patita Samukbha, or who can see Pratyasamukbha, or Dependent Origination. That person sees Dhamma, and who sees Dhamma, that person sees me. Me means Lord Buddha. So, if so, seeing Dhamma, it means be able to see Lord Buddha, and Patita samubha, or Dependent Origination, at the same time. So, I should like all our friends just try to think more about the time of the Enlightenment of Lord Buddha. It is the time, just about this, about 5 o'clock early in the morning, how much it's so meaningful. So that's why you are requested to the meeting at this hour of the day. Now we are going to talk about the five khandha, or five aggregates and Patiasamukad or dependent origination as they are related as one story or one thing. So I should like all of you please try to recall or remind your memory about the five kanta or the five aggregates that we have talked yesterday morning. If you still understand or have clearly understanding about the five kanta and the five aggregates, it will be very much helpful to the understanding of patika samukbha, or dependent origination, of which we are going to discuss about it this morning. Simple principle that we should bear in mind is about the first aggregate, or the first contact, that is, about Rupakan or body. Usually, Eye, ear, nose, tongue, body and mind are already exist, of which we call sense organs. And then there are the sense objects, of which are the pairs to the sense organs. They are sight, sound, smell, taste, touch and thought the inner sense organs and the outer sense organs (coughs) these five pairs are called Rupakan (coughs) I'm sorry ropa or the body when these two pairs or when these pairs depend on each other after that arising Vinyanakan, or consciousness, after the dependent from or with Rupakan, and then Vinyanakan, consciousness, followed the arising of Betanakan, or the feelings. After that, arising the sannyakham, or perception. After perception, or sannyakham, arising the feeling of conceiving, and it is the conception, of which is the last aggregate, or the last kanta. So there are all five kanta all together. Body, consciousness, feelings, perception, and conception. Now we shall begin to discuss about all these things, the five aggregates, in the form of pratijna or dependent origination. It depends, or it arising, one after one. And so, after we follow the explanation or the discussion, we'll see how it connected one after one another. Please make a close observation to see or to realize that, in fact, it is the thing that happens in our daily life sometimes, many times a day. We do have ear, eye, nose, tongue, body, and mind in our everyday life. And also the outer sense object or the outer sense organ, sight, sound, smell, taste, touch, thought, all these six things arising all around us in everyday life also. But usually all human beings always ignore all these things, ignore about the six sense organs, eye, ear, nose, tongue, body, mind, and also ignore the outer sense organs, sight, sound, smell, taste, touch, thought. We ignore them because they are arising or occurring naturally all the time. And because of this feeling of ignorance, it is the cause of the thing of which we call ignorance. We should have noticed or realized the fact that whether we do ignore it, or whether we don't ignore it. All these things function all the time. Let us study every pair of them, but we shall study one pair after another. The first pair is eye and form or eye and sight. If we have the right understanding about the work or the function of the first pair, we understand its work or its functions clearly, then it is very possible that we shall understand the rest of the pairs very clearly in the same way. When the eye depends on the form or the sight, there is the seeing of which we shall use the word eye consciousness functions. So you will see that there are three things working together. The eye, the form or the sight, and the eye consciousness. The dependent among all these three things or the interdependence among all these three things I sight of form and eye consciousness contact or it condition the contact or tatsa. When the contact arises, we may use the ordinary language as the seeing, seeing the contact, but in Dhamma language or independent origination language, we'll say that there is the interdependent verb among all these three things, I, form or sight, and I consciousness. When contact arises, at the point of the contact, please notice that this is the most significant point or the most significant thing. If when contact arises and there is no wisdom arising or follow, then the contact will become ignorant contact. But if the person has studied or obtain the knowledge about all these things. So when the contact arises, it will become wise contact. So you may notice that the result of the wise contact or the ignorant contact has affected entirely different. If it is ignorant contact, it will lead to tukha or sufferings. But if it becomes the wise contact, it will lead to the result of no tukha or no sufferings at all. So in this case, suppose the contact is ignorant contact. It will condition ignorant Vedana or ignorant or ignorant feeling. So, the contact, condition, vedana, Ignorant contact, condition, ignorant vedana or ignorant feeling. At the point of the feeling or vedana, it will arise through meanings or through things. One, it might be positive, the other one might be negative. So, ignorant contact or ignorant mind will cling to the Vedana as positive Vedana or negative Vedana. But if the mind is wise, a wise mind, the mind will see things as it be nothing more than that the mind would not see it as negative or positive but merely as it be when feeling or vetana is ignorant it conditions the desire to be ignorant also the desire That might become the ignorant desire. It is because the vetana of feeling is ignorant. If the feeling of vetana is not ignorant, is a wise one, then the desire or the tanha will not be ignorant. If vetana of feeling is ignorant, it conditions the desire, the ignorant desire. But if Vedana is not ignorant, it is wise Vetana of feeling, then the Tanha or the desire is not ignorant, it will become wise. And in this sense, they won't use the word Tanha or desire. But we will use the word aspiration because it is the wise want. If the desire is ignorant, it will condition to pathan or attachment. It is the attachment or the clinging of the mind. The mind will cling to that, so tightly and this is ignorant Uttbatan, or it is the clinging Uttbatan. Please notice that attachment, ignorant attachment, arising from ignorant desire. If it is not ignorant, since the contact arises, there is no ignorance in God, then there would not be attachment or ignorant attachment cannot arise. When there is attachment or ignorant attachment arising, it conditions the thing that is called "pop" or becoming. And this is the starting point of the, conceive, the consciousness or it is the starting point of the conception of the Self, of having the Self or of being the Self. If you study it deeply and more carefully, we shall realize that at the point of Upatthana or attachment, it is the real starting point of the conception of self, and it conditions, pot, or the becoming of being or having the self. When the pot or the becoming has getting stronger, if we say in ordinary language, is close older but it means it gets stronger the feeling of becoming of having the self or being the self get stronger it conditions the charity or the birth and this is the birth of the atta APPA A-P-T-A, the atta or the self in full bloom I should like to refer to the picture with my friends, some of my friends that have seen the picture of the dependent origination. On the point of the pop or becoming, the illustrator has illustrated a picture to represent the pop or the becoming of the pregnant woman. And so, if we would like to compare about the becoming or the pop, it's like when the pregnancy has come to the right time, and so the mother or the woman will give birth to an infant. And this we can compare that when the feeling of becoming, of having or being self gets stronger or older, so it conditions the birth of the feeling of having the Atta or it conditions the childhood or the birth of the Atta or the Self in full bloom inside in the mind. The mind will cling to the having of the Self or the Atta arising in the mind immediately. So you will see that this kind of self that has been born, it is the ignorant self, because it derives from the cause of ignorance, one by one. And this kind of birth is not the physical birth, but it is the spiritual birth, the birth of the feeling of Atta or the Self. And if we shall observe the daily activities that arising in the mind, this kind of spiritual birth, the birth of the Self or the birth of the Atta, arising in the mind most of the time of the day. When the Self is ignorant self, or the soul is ignorant soul. So it functions ignorantly. It takes everything involves as belonging to me or mine. It takes everything <coughs> as being processed by the I or the me. It takes all the world to belong to me. And this is the point that trukha or suffering arises. It is heavy, it is a burden. What we call the burden or heaviness of life is truka. To speak simply or to put it sharply, in fact, positiveness or negativeness are part of nature. There are positiveness or negativeness in the nature, but the ignorant mind or the ignorant self or soul will take all these things or regard all these things as mine, all mine. And then it regards or takes all things as mine, all these things becomes burden, burden of life, and this is truka. In fact, disappointment or expectations or getting things as one wants are part of nature. All these things happen in the nature every day, but the ignorant mind or ignorant self or soul takes all disappointments or gaining or getting things as they want, as mine, belong to me. And so it has caused lots of troubles, disturbance to life. And this is, again, we call it is Sometimes the person may feel so happy, so glad. Sometimes may feel so sad, so sorry, so downhearted. In fact, even though in the same case, but looking in different aspects or in different angles, some may feel happy, satisfied, and laugh heartily but looking in different angles. The other one may feel so sorry, so sad, so doubt-hearted, even crying or weeping. Some some things, according to the natural happenings, or they already happen every day according to the law of nature, such as birth, old age, sickness, and death. These are the work or part of the nature. But the ignorant self will cling to these things as mine. My birth, my old age, my sickness, my death, consider or taking everything as mine. And so this clinging or attaching because of ignorance has caused cut to the mind. There are many examples if we would like to cite it, but I should like to conclude in one story, that in one thing, in one matter, that is about gaining or losing. In fact, gaining or losing is a matter of nature. But the ignorant mind will take it as mine and becomes intuka. The starting point begins when the eye depends on the form or the sight, and then it conditions one after another until at last it conditions the self, the ignorant self. It is really a long stream line, a stream of dependent origination, or Patita Samukbha. The characteristics of the long stream of dependent origination, or Patita Samukbha, can compare to the ring of chains. It begins at the point of sense organs, eyes, ears, nose, tongue, body, mind, and its pairs. Sight, sounds, smell, taste, smell, taste, touch and thought. And then it conditioned the contact. The contact condition the feeling of Vedana, and the feeling of Vedana condition. tanha or desire. The desire or tanhā condition upāthana or attachment. And attachment or upāthana condition pop or becoming. And then pop or becoming condition chati or birth. And at last, the result of all of this long stream of ignorance is trukka. Um, What is very strange or very amazing to all of us is that all these things happen all the time, or it conditions one after another with ignorance. And human beings never realize this always ignore the natural happenings that really happens in life. What they know is laughing or crying. That's why ignorant mind doesn't know how to control all these happenings and at last let it cause tukka in the mind. We may study the stream of dependent origination of the Mukbad from the example of the eye. Dependent depends on the form or the side, as we have cited the example from the beginning to the end. So, we may take this as an example of studying. What happens to the eyes or how the eyes condition the form until it conditions the ignorant self? When it happens to the ear, depend the sound, depend on the sound. Or the nose depend on the smell. Or the tongue depends on the taste. The body depends on the touch and the mind depends on the thought. It will condition on the same way along this line. And you may notice that there are altogether six ways, six ways. That is, the context may come through the eye, ear, nose, tongue, body, mind. And so there are so many so many attractiveness that will challenge all these six sense organs to condition to them in an ignorant way. And so that's why in this world it's so full of context. And if the mind becomes ignorant, it will be without awareness of wisdom or reality, and then it will become victims to the contact and end up in dukkha. So, a ma- the matter of paticcasamuppada or dependent origination is nothing else except it is a matter of our own self. But in the aspect of spirituality. It is not it does not concern physical physicality or mentality, but it emphasizes on the point of spirituality. Is there anybody of us knows ourselves in this way? That is realise that we have been trapped in the stream of dependent origination of or, all day? Is there any of us realize this truth of life? If anybody knows or realizes in this way, we can say that that person knows, understands and realizes the matter Of patija or dependent origination. In fact, it is a matter of how does tukka arise and how does tukka end. It is the matter of nature. So, to speak shortly, dependent origination the of It is a matter of trukkha and how to quench trukkha, of which it is a matter of nature or the work of nature. This matter about trukkha and how to quench trukkha is very, very important, very significant very much to Lord Buddha Himself because the cause of his ordination, of Lord Buddha's ordination, or the ultimate aim of his ordination is to try to discover about the thing of which we call Thukkha. He tried to contemplate what is the cause of Thukkha. To begin with, what is Thukkha? What is the cause of dukkha, and how to quench Tukha? He spent six years to discover this truth. And at last, on the night of his enlightenment, he discovered this truth about dependent origination, or Pratyakshamukhbha. He did realize how does dukkha arise, and how to can pick And after his enlightenment on that night, he kept on repeating to contemplate on this matter for seven days. For seven days. And so we we'll see that the story or the matter of dependent origination of Patichat is so significant and meaningful to life of all people. That's why Lord Buddha said, anybody who can see or realize Patita Samukbhat, or the law of dependent origination, that one can see Dhamma. Anybody who can see Dhamma can see me. Me means Lord Buddha. After his enlightenment about dependent origination of Pratitya Samukpāda, Lord Buddha considered that this matter about dependent origination is very, very difficult, very difficult. It is very profound, very subtle matter. So, it is very, very hard indeed to make people or human beings to understand and to realize this reality. And so, at first, he made up his mind that it wouldn't be any use at all to teach dependent origination or pratika to human beings. But later on, after reconsidering it, Lord Buddha felt that there might be some people, even though not every people, to be able to understand. But there might be some people who would be wise enough to understand and get into the heart of this dependent origination. If he would not teach about this dependent origination, then some may not lose the may lose the chance. Some wise people may lose the chance to study and understand this significant matter of life. So at last, he decided to teach about dependent origination or Pratika Samutbha to some people who would be wise enough to understand. So we do hope that among all my friends, there might be some of you who are wise enough, interested enough to pay attention to the study and try to understand the matter or the story about Patita or Dependent Origination. Because of the importance of Dependent Origination or Patita So even though Lord Buddha had enlightened about this this reality or this truth, there are many times later on, when Lord Buddha has spare time, he would recite about Patichas from the beginning to the end, as Thanh just cited to you for an example just a moment ago. It is like somebody or some of us, when we feel good, we would sing song or play music. And so Lord Buddha would recite Patita Samukba or Dependent Origination, a long stream from the first, from the beginning till the end. His ignorance Condition, Sankhara, that means mental formations. And Sankhara, condition, Vinyana, consciousness. Vinyana, condition, Namaru, body-mind. And Namaru, body-mind, condition, Ayatana, sense organs. Ayatana, sense organs. Condition, contact or patsa. Contact or pasa, condition vetana, vetana or feelings, condition tanha or desire, desire or tanha, condition upatan or attachment, Upatan or attachment, condition pop or becoming and pop or becoming, condition chati or birth, and at last end up in tukkha. And then he would recite the reverse cause from Tukka. Why Tukka arise until it will reach to the cause because of ignorance. See, this just to show to you or tell you that how important of the story of dependent origination of a titya, samubbar, to all human beings that we should try to learn and study it more carefully, consistently, until we do realize about the truth of it. One day, while Lord Buddha was reciting about Patita Samukpat, or dependent origination, Lord Buddha thought he was alone by himself, but there was one monk who just stay around. And when Lord Buddha saw him, Lord Buddha called the monk to him and said, just recite this about Patichak or Dependent Origination. Take it, study it, investigate it into the truth of it. Because this is it, of which we can say, it is the starting point of religious practice. If anybody wants to practice tamma, to do the Tamak practice, this is it. We have to start or to begin with the practice of dependent origination or patita samukbhat. Now we shall study and try to understand the relation between the five kanta or the five aggregates To or dependent origination. Sense organs and sense objects, or the other way to say, we say inner sense organs and outer sense organs are rupa or the first kanta, the first aggregate or body. Then inner sense organs depend on outer sense organs, conditioned vinyanakhan or consciousness. And vinyanakhan or consciousness is the second kanta or the second aggregate. When vinyanakhan or consciousness arises, it conditioned the contact or patsa and contact, or patsa, conditioned Vedana, or feeling. And this Vedana, or feeling, in Patita Samukbhad, or Dependent Origination, in fact, it is also the vedanākān or the third aggregate, or the third kanta, of which we call vedanākān or feeling. When Vetana or feeling arising before it conditions the desire or the tanha, there is some of the idea, some is the person, the feeling of perceiving something before it conditions tanha, and that is the fixed idea That is the fixed idea arising in the mind. This we can say it is Sanyakan or perception. After Sanyakan or perception, that is the fourth aggregate arising in the mind, bhita-bhila, vedana and Tanha. Uh, When I say between, I should put it more clear that it is the work in the Vedana. When Vedana arising in the mind, there is some idea, some feeling of conceiving arising in the mind, and it causes the perception, or sanyakan, the fourth aggregate, and it is this. This is it. That condition, tanha or desire. After that, after vedana, condition, tanha or desire. The rest from tanha or desire, Upatana or attachment, pop or becoming, chitta or birth. These are included in Sanhala Khan or the last five aggregates. That is conception. conception, which is the last aggregate or the last Kanta. Even Tukha itself can be included in this aggregate also. Concerning the Kanta, there are five. Five khandha or five aggregates. But when talking about patichasamukhbha or dependent origination, there are twelve steps or twelve parts altogether. But they are one. You understand this? They are one. Once we understand about the five khandha or the five aggregates, verily, we shall certainly understand paticca or dependent origination, burlary also. So please know and understand the five kanta or the five aggregates that happens in everyday life. Existing and vanishing, nothing more than that. Rising and falling, existing and vanishing these five kanta If the mind is ignorant, then it will grasp through the five khanthas as real, as mind. And then it will become burden of life. And then one day the person becomes wiser, realize that, ah, it's merely that, as it be, it's not real. So just throw it away, throw them away. When we say, throw it away, it means throw the feeling of clinging, the feeling of attaching away, and then life will become light and blissful. <coughs> when we say, throw away the five contacts," it means throw away the feeling of attaching, to the five aggregates. It does not mean that we throw the five aggregates away. We don't mean we throw the material things. they still, or still having it, still being as it be, but throw away the feeling of attaching, the feeling of clinging, the feeling of satisfying, of having or being, throw that feeling away. And after throwing the feeling of, att- of attaching away, the five kanta or the five aggregates still exist, exist according to the nature, because it's part of nature. So in throwing this way, life is still continue. People still being alive (coughs) but this time it is very light, very blissful, very clear. There is no tukha. To speak more concisely, throw away life, without out, die. We still alive, we don't die. When we throw away the feeling of attaching or clinging, life still continues. But just throwing away the feeling of attaching, and then we still alive. But this time, it is life without rukha, without burden. The five aggregates or the five khandha is a burden. It is a burden because of attachment. After after throwing it away, throwing the feeling of attaching away, the person will never cling to anything anymore. If the feeling of attaching or clinging has absolutely cleared out, of course, the person will become the perfected one, or a hunter. The five aggregates is a burden. And when we come to study patika samukbha, or dependent origination, helps us to realize how does dukkha arise, or how does the burden of life arise, and how to quench it. And so, if anybody can make the tukka quench or can quench the tukka forever, never let it happen again. This is the knowledge of Patita or dependent origination. And so, these two things are related together. The five aggregates is the tukka because of the attachment. And or dependent origination, manifest to us. How does Tukka arise and how to change Tukka? Anybody who has a clear knowledge and understanding about these two things, that is, five Kanta, about the five Kanta, and about Patitjat that person really knows about the Four Noble Truths because the person will know what is tukka, what is the cause of tukka, what is the cessation of tukka, and what is the path leading to the quenching of tukka, And this is the Four Noble Truths. Therefore, the matter about the five khandha or five aggregates, the titya or the law of dependent, Ariyasatsi or the four noble truths, it is the matter concerning Thukkha and how to quench Thukkha. Coming to think carefully and mindfully, we will see for ourselves, What is it in the world that will be so valuable as this? To know about tukka and how to quench tukka? because it is the thing that all people are confronting with it in everyday life. So this kind of knowledge and anybody who can obtain such knowledge and understanding and practice accordingly, we can say, this is a new life. We are having or possessing a new life, very well durable life. After we have studied, after we try to put it into practice, we shall realize that, in fact, it is nothing special. It is really very ordinary things that happens in life, it is part of nature, but we must learn how to get rid of all of these problems of which bringing dukkha to life. Therefore, talking about the five khandha or five aggregates, Dependent Origination or Paticha Samukbha, or Four Noble Truths or Ariyasasi, when talking about these three things, or about other tamak that we have not mentioned here, if we study all these tamak carefully, we shall notice that every of each item of the tamak will tell us only one thing that is about truka. What is truka? What is the cause of Tukka? What is the cessation of Tukka? And what is the path that will lead to the changing of Tukka? If we want to go into details, we may divide in four items. If we put it shorter, there will only two things to bear in mind. That is about Tukka. What are the characteristics of tukka, and how to quench tukka? Or at last, if we really want to say it in short, there is only one word, how to quench tukka. This is it, this is the thing that we need to do in life. That is how to quench tukka so life will become life without problems, or beyond problems. Life is sufferings, if we think in this way. Life is suffering, but it is nature. The cause of sufferings, again, it is nature. So, what human beings, should do or ought to do is learn to practice or learn to perform one's own function according to the law of nature. Then life will be beyond tukka and the cause of tukka. So when coming to study about Dhamma, why Dhamma? It is because We need to learn about tamma in all meanings, all aspects of tamma. That is about the nature, the law of nature, and to perform functions according to the law of nature, until at last we shall be able to attain life of which is really beyond all problems or all kinds of dukkha. If there is a question, where to study about the Thukkha or how to study about the Thukkha, for the question where to study or what to study, the recommendation or suggestion is to study this body. This body that is still alive. The body that is just one fathom long, not very large, not very difficult. We don't need to go anywhere. We don't need to find any school. We don't need to study even in the Buddhist scripture. But it is very necessary and very important to study this life, this body. If we can study and understand it so clearly, thoroughly, this is it we have succeeded in study Tamak, we have completed the study of Tamak. Lord Buddha has confirmed His teaching that what He would teach, there is nothing else except tukka and how to quench tukka. So the knowledge or the understanding about tukka. And how to quench tukka is the essence of Buddhism. If you succeed in practicing anapanasati or mindfulness, of course, you will certainly complete your study about Dhamma, that is, about the tukka and how to quench tukka. So, I should like to ask or request all of you, please put all the efforts in the practice. If we can complete the practice of Anapanasati, the result will be satisfied or satisfaction. And it is worth of your coming here, to stay here, to spend your time here, it will certainly be birth of coming. To practice anapanasati will assist us to be able to have sati or mindfulness, panya or wisdom, samadhi, or concentration, sampachanya attentiveness or attentiveness in action and We shall all know whatever samāk there are in this world. It will be together in the practice of ānāpanāsati. Thank you for your kind attention, being very good listeners, and we come to the end of the meeting. Thank you.